Welcome to episode 14 of On The Schmooze. Let's do this. Welcome to On The Schmooze, the podcast that highlights talented people from different fields, explores how they built strong networks, and overcame challenges on their way to becoming successful leaders. Now here's your host, Robbie Samuels. Welcome back to On The Schmooze. Thank you so much for joining me. Last week, I had the pleasure of interviewing Justin Kang. This week, you'll be hearing from me, your host. Every other week, I offer my take on some aspect of networking and relationship building. These shorter podcast episodes will include practical tips and techniques you can put into practice right away. My hope is that insights from me and my guests will help you achieve the leadership position you're seeking, build and sustain your professional network, and find the work-life balance that works best for you. This week, I'll be sharing my thoughts on whether business cards still matter in a world of social media connections. Visit ontheschmooze.com, episode 14, to download a transcript of today's episode for your files or to print and share with your colleagues. You did it. You hit it off with someone at a networking event, and the conversation is going really well. This person seems like a really great person to stay in touch with. As the conversation winds down, you're wondering whether you remember to bring business cards with you. But wait, are business cards still necessary in the world of apps and smartphones? I believe the answer is yes. When you receive or share a business card, it acts as a physical reminder of your conversation and any follow-up you hope that will happen. That won't happen if you write yourself a note in your phone, send yourself an email, or use an app to exchange contact cards. Before passing your card, jot a note on the back about what you talked about or the resource you hope that they'll remember to share with you when they get back to the office. Do the same when you receive a card and also add the date and name of the event. This will increase the odds you'll actually do the follow-up you said you'd do. Will you be traveling? It's crucial to know how cultures differ around business card exchange etiquette. For instance, it's an insult to write on a business card in Japan. Your business card can make you more memorable because of your logo and, depending on the industry you're in, your photo. This is an opportunity to increase brand recognition and help your new friend remember you when they see your card on their desk. Here's a pro tip. Point out something on your card as you hand it over so they actually look at it. Business cards look so much more professional than cocktail napkins. It's unlikely that when you get home, you empty your pockets and toss all the business cards you collected into the recycling bin without a second glance. If someone hands you a cocktail napkin or a scrap of paper with their contact info on it, there is a much higher probability that you'll end up tossing it in the trash, maybe even before you get home, because it just doesn't look important. Don't let this happen to your contact info when you're trying to stay connected. And of course, you get to decide ahead of time what information to include in your business card that will make it easier for new contacts to learn about you and your work. Are you job hunting? Create a personal business card that includes your LinkedIn link. Are you a photographer? Include a link to your portfolio. You don't like to receive random calls on your cell phone? Only list a landline or leave a phone number off entirely so all inquiries have to go through your email. Business cards can also make a statement. Show that you care about the environment and support labor by printing your business cards in a union shop on recycled or certified sustainable forest paper using soy ink. Include the union bug and environmentally friendly symbols on the back. Here's the bottom line. 
Business cards are not dead, and they also are not the point of networking. Consider them a means to an end, the goal being building a supportive network based on strong relationships. Thanks again for listening to this solo episode of On the Schmooze. As a reminder, I'll have a transcript of this podcast available for download as an easy-to-print or save PDF in the show notes. Visit ontheschmooze.com and look for episode 14. I want to sincerely thank all of you who have already subscribed and left a rating and review on iTunes. I'm excited to share that this show has received 16 reviews since we launched 10 weeks ago. By subscribing and leaving a rating review on iTunes, you're helping this podcast get discovered by more listeners. Will you subscribe and leave an honest rating and review? Include your Twitter handle in your review so I can give you a shout out. It's easy to find our iTunes page at itunes.ontheschmooze.com. That's schmooze. S-E-H-M-O-O-Z-E. Thank you in advance and look forward to connecting again next week for a longer episode when I'll be interviewing a talented professional about their untold stories of leadership and networking. We'll explore their career challenges, work-life balance, and how they build strong professional networks on their way to becoming successful leaders. Until then, have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to On the Schmooze podcast at www.ontheschmooze.com. That's On the Schmooze, S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.